So winner's lounge, first place lounge, only team in the AFC US to win lounge, good vibes lounge. Let's go baby, let's Let's go, go. Denver Broncos. Fellas, I have to start here, Mm -hmm. we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go baby. All right, knock that out. Fellas. Now you're two and one, right? I am, and uh, (laughs) the Broncos had to be up by one tonight, or win. For you to get your uh, your promo on DraftKings Sportsbook, and they did it. That was dicey, but they did it. So that get, was terrifying. They waited for the final four yes. minutes of the game. Oh, that's the Russ experience. We're going to talk a lot <laughs> oh, about yeah. the Russ experience here in a second. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, check out uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR. When you sign up, I have to start here. We said it. All the way back to maybe even last Sunday, we said next week is just one of those games. There's no style points or anything like this or that. If you beat the San Francisco 49ers, nothing else matters. They put that to the test. <laughs> I was about to say, do you oh. feel that way now? Uh, it's it's great Oof. they got the win, and this inept Broncos offense came alive when they had to. It's but the there's two ways to look at it. The inept Broncos offense was very inept tonight, except right when you needed it. Barely. But the defense, guys, the Broncos are are only scoring 14 points a game three weeks into the season. You should be 0-3 when that happens. They are 2-1 because of this incredible Broncos defense. In fact, the Broncos lose tonight if it wasn't for a safety forced by the defense. Little Dan Orlovsky from Jimmy Garoppolo (laughs) gets them from 9 points to 11 points. Yeah, he got bailed out on a pick 6 by his own stupid feet. (laughs) Yeah, he seriously did. uh, So I was obviously at the game uh, with Henry's dad. I was so responsible. Uh, one out, one drink per hour. Wow, that's all I did. No road. I wasn't sure what RK we were gonna see. Yep, tonight. yep. I was like so. I don't know. There was a commenter on Reddit who said like we're too drunk to do post game shows. They didn't even know that we did post game shows. And <laughs> wait, what? Okay, How so did they said no. We were too <laughs> no, drunk. No, to no. Do they said shows. here was the comment. I shouldn't even be giving them any credence, no. but they got in my head. Um, Clearly. They said, um, how come DNVR Broncos is the only team at DNVR that doesn't do post-game shows? Are they too drunk? And then they said, who am I kidding? Of course they're too drunk. And I was like, we've done a post <laughs> I commented. I couldn't help myself. I was like, we've done a post-game show every game since 2019. So I have had zero <laughs> drinks today. Yeah, Zach's wow. literally never even been tipsy on a post-game show. I did have, uh, I did have one shot. There was a very Ooh. persuasive group who uh, got me... From Austin, from all over the place. It was a it was a good shot, tequila. Yeah. So, anyways, they really got in my head, and I was like, "All right, I'm not going to be drunk on the post game show." <laughs> so, I have a victory seltzer. There this we is go. probably like my sixth drink since 1 p.m. Impressive, impressive. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty dialed. I was pretty dialed. Anyways, there was a Niner fan in front of me after that play 
who said, hey, 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 it's, it's still the preseason for Jimmy G. Oh, my <laughs> And I was like, how many more games until he knows there's 10 yards in the end zone? Mm-hmm. That was tough. <laughs> that was really tough. But it saved the 49ers a couple points. It did. It saved them points and honestly saved the game for the Broncos. <sighs> Uh, as did Corliss Waitman putting him those in, in that situation in the first place. Punch it for almost 500 yards. 476 yards. That is insane. It was such a great game. I can't even fathom that, honestly. Like 476 yards of punts. How many yards of offense was there? Uh, Not that two, many. 260. <laughs> Ooh, he almost, almost doubled, doubled it. Up. Yep. Almost doubled Actually, it. I think for the whole game, Corliss almost had as many punting yards as the entire game had. Yeah. Outside of that one missed field goal, that was the exact game that Dwayne Stukes went to bed dreaming about last night. Everything went the way he wanted. It was great. It was great. It was, I mean, you know, Dwayne Stukes said it was sickening. Yeah. What, what's the opposite of sickening? Um, enlightening? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's what, I mean, this was a breakout game for Corliss Wayman. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, but this was a dub. And any way you slice it, this is a team, almost a carbon copy of a team that was in the NFC Championship game last year. They have a relentless pass rush. They have probably the best linebacker combo in the league, if not close to it. Yeah. Uh, And you saw every bit of that tonight. Those guys can ball. Mm -hmm. And you beat them. Yeah. I mean, looking right now, I mean, the Broncos are the number two scoring defense in the NFL. San Francisco is the number three scoring defense in the NFL. They both kind of helped each other out tonight by not scoring many points. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, sure, the offense looked terrible, but it was against a really good defense, and you beat them. Your biggest takeaway, Zach. The defense is damn good. Now, still haven't played. Damn good might be understating it. Yep. Um, Damn good's pretty good. Like, the defense is elite. elite. There it uh, is. Uh, That's uh, the word that, I was looking that, for. That, I think damn good and elite are right there with each other, but the defense is fantastic. Pat Sertan did not allow a single reception today. Not a single one. In the first quarter, he had two massive PBUs. Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb were getting after Jimmy G. Randy Gregory had what essentially the game-winning sack. Mm -hmm. When he got that sack on Jimmy G and it put him down to the three-yard line and the clock's ticking, the Broncos were, you felt good. That's when you were like, okay, whew, big sigh of relief. The Broncos are going to win this game. Then P.J. Locke comes up with the game-winning forced fumble. Best play by a player named Locke for the Denver Broncos Uh, in a long time. (laughs) He locked the wind down for him. Uh, And, I mean, this defense just continues to play lights out. Again, you score 14 Mm -hmm. points on offense in the first three games. That's what you average. You should be 0-3. The defense has kept him in the game and made him 2-1. And And building officer Tan, I mean, you said he didn't give up a catch. In the first half, targeted five times. No catches. That was the most targets for any defender in the NFL this season without giving up a catch in a game. And that was just in the first half. I'd imagine he got targeted again. He got targeted once in the second half. Jimmy G was smart and said, I'm just going to avoid this guy now. Good halftime adjustment by Kyle Shanahan. Is that your biggest takeaway, Hank? Well, I mean, I think it has to be the defense. It's You're that or Corliss Waitman, and I can't just go with the punter (laughs) here. I mean, the the defense was just insane. Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb, they're doing everything you could have hoped for. Now, I mean, the big concern was that they would – potentially get injured not stay healthy whatever that part still hasn't been proven but they're getting in the backfield they're being disruptive they're making big plays at big times on top of that you know defensive line is helping 
The, the secondary looks great. Even without Justin Simmons, that defense might be the best defense in the NFL. Yep. Mm. I Who's got more points per game allowed? Or, or uh, fewer points per game allowed? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that mm. would be the incumbent <coughs> best defense in the NFL. Just so fast, so big, so strong. Yeah. They have everything. Yeah. Yeah. Same record. Same um, record. My biggest takeaway is different. And I tweeted this out, and some people who don't get it uh, are having a hard time getting it, I guess. Uh, and I said, I tried to tell you guys, the Russell Wilson experience is a lot closer to John Elway than Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And I have so many people in my, in my mentions being like, that's nothing like John Elway. You probably m- never saw John Elway. And I'm like, mm, you're missing out on <laughs> the point here. And it's, it's not John Elway his whole career. But it's essentially the John Elway, Dan Reeves experience, which was when you need it, you're going to get it. And when you don't need it, you're not going to get it. And it is frustrating to watch. But I looked up, when I looked up uh, Russ being 16-4, and now Mm 17-4 and against the San Francisco 49ers, and I checked this, he actually owns every share of the team. It's pretty crazy. Not even like majority owner, entirety owner. Impressive. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but I looked at his stats and I was like ready for to be blown away. His stats against the 49ers during a 20 game run in which he's 16 and four. They were nothing. A lot like tonight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it, even. Yeah. I mean, in the last four games before tonight, he averaged 205 passing yards against 49ers and was four and zero. Exactly. And it's crazy to look at those numbers. And I was sitting, you know, there was actually a decent amount of 49ers fans in that stadium yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's a problem. And I was sitting by some guys, and when Russ made that scramble and threw it to Kendall Hinton, they were just like, this happens every time. We, we've seen this a million times. I, we know what's going to happen. They're going to go down and score, and they're going to score a touchdown, and we're not going to be able to come back. And, like, they, they foresaw it because it's exactly what happens when Russell Wilson plays the 49ers. And the 49ers defense has been elite for many years now, and – this is what Russ does. So I'm not saying Russell Wilson is John Elway. What I'm saying is yeah. the experience is a lot more similar to it than Peyton Manning just picking you apart, scoring 40 points. That's not what Russ is. Huge issue, though, with that. And we saw it tonight. Russell Wilson cannot be John Elway with Dan Reeves. That's why he just left Seattle. He did mm-hmm. not want to be in that situation where the, not- the coaching yeah. staff and the offense and the team hold Russ back and, and Russ gets back. held back. He was awful. In the first three quarters, right? And there, there's but that's no, not there's anyone's... No, uh, there's no two ways about it. What I'm and, saying and, is no, that's no, no, not wait, a... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead. That's what, the, that's what John Elway was like with Dan Reeves. Yep. It, nothing going in the first three quarters. And then the fourth quarter, Dan Reeves would say, okay, it's time to go do your thing. And then John Elway would do his thing in the fourth quarter, come back, come back and win a game. That's exactly mm-hmm. what Russell Wilson's first 10 years in Seattle were like. And that's why mm-hmm. he wanted to leave. He wanted to be unleashed before. Now, it works. And it worked tonight. Russell Wilson's great at doing this, but... Russell Wilson does not want to be put in that situation, and the Broncos cannot be put in this situation where they score 11 points in a game. The offense is responsible for nine points <laughs> in a game. You cannot do that, and Russ took over when he was Russ, when he was running. He scrambled to buy time in order to get that pass to Kendall Hinton. He scrambled for two first downs on that drive. That was Russ being Russ. We know Nathaniel Hackett has wanted Russ to stay in the pocket, not do those things. And we haven't seen Russ be an effective quarterback when he's focused on doing that. Russ needs to be unleashed from the start of the game. And then we can see more than 10 points, more than 14 points being scored. So I know what you're saying, Ryan. And it worked out great tonight. But we got to let Russ do this before the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, what I was going to say, and sorry for trying to interrupt you, is that... Wow, I was steamrolling through. <laughs> you were like, uh, I don't know, Javante Williams. Just wow. Keeping your legs churning. Or Melvin Gordon at the one. <laughs> yes, good job, Melvin. You did uh, it. I didn't fumble it. Two fumbles. Oh, God. Um, I was going to say I think Russ was the most at fault tonight for the offense. Mm. Um, it, and it's not... It, it Really, I don't feel like it was that much anyone's fault. Um it was or the, the opposite it was everyone's fault no i think it was the 49ers fault in the sense that they're really good they are really good and a lot of the times i saw plays developing in the pass rush getting home and so maybe that's the offensive lineman's fault mm -hmm. but it's also like you have to sometimes tip your cap to a really good defense and that's what i came away from this game feeling like mm -hmm. is those guys can really go and they absolutely did tonight against this Broncos offense. Now, I'd like to see them solve it a little better. But when you can't throw it and things are covered up in the back, then it's just going to be difficult. And it was really difficult tonight. And, you know, the play action for the most part wasn't working because they were, you know, pinching those edges and not allowing you Russ to get out. I, you know, there's the play with Bosa where he tripped him and, you know, they, they picked up the flag and those sort of things. But it was just like there wasn't a lot of room for anyone to go. The pocket mm -hmm. wasn't clean. And instead of being like the offensive line is terrible and the, and the play calling is terrible and the, the receivers can't catch, which was a problem at some points, um, I just came away being like, yeah, the 49ers are really good. The offense was very, very bad. The, the nine of their the Broncos had 14 drives. The but last why? one ended in just handing the ball off. Nine three and outs in their first 13 yep. drives. I mean, and then, okay, you had, it, you had 14, 10 three and outs. Of course, it was because they were going up against a good 49ers defense. Uh, and But still, that is really, really bad. And it's not like you can look back the past few weeks and be like, well, this was an anomaly. That being said, the defense kept him in the game. Yep. And then Russell Wilson mm -hmm. took over when he needed to. And that's the biggest takeaway for me uh, if, f from the offensive side is one, little concerned about the offense right now, but two, that is what Russell Wilson needs to be. And I was thinking about this on my way here after the game. I want Russ to be here. I want him to play 10 or 12 more years, like he said. But you know what? If letting Russ be Russ in terms of running around, scrambling, what he did that final drive, if that means he gets only six years here as opposed to Russ staying in the pocket and playing 10 to 12 more years, that's what you got to do because Russell Wilson is great, elite, when he is Russ, yep. don't change him into just this g good average. I mean, at times below average mm -hmm. tonight quarterback. Let him be Russ because he was fun on that drive. Yeah, nope, jumping sure. back to your point, I mean, most of the credit, more than half the credit goes that 49ers defense. Yes. Like you said, there's just nothing out there. At the same time, though, Russell was missing throws. He was missing too many throws for how much money he's making. That third down to Jerry Judy terrible yep, yep that can't happen also and, and kind of a weak effort from jerry fair no, enough but that was way had, behind him it, i don't it, think there he was had much zero of a chance. chance of him getting it, okay though. yep i mean and there were some other misses there too and on top of that i mean the drops on the on the flip side you know it's easier just to point at russ because he missed all those throws there's like four different guys or whatever who all had a drop so you can't just put it all on one person but there were some mistakes like that that you can't give credit to the 49ers for, too. Yeah. I mean, Cortland took at least three points off the board with his Ugh. drop. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, that uh, the one hit Jerry's hands oh, deep. Now, I think it was God. tipped a little bit before, so you take a little bit off of that. But I mean, still, both that, hands. 
It's a touchdown. Both hands. Yeah. Not even just a long completion. It's a touchdown. So is that one to Debo if that ball isn't underthrown. And then Joe's, he's able to catch it. I yelled in the stands. I'm like, that's a touchdown if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't suck. Oh, game could have been over. I mean, game could have been over yeah. if, yeah. if Jimmy doesn't suck, as you said. Wow. Here's the thing about Russ, though, is like, he would have just found a way to get the Broncos back into the game. That's just what he does. And I do think there's something to that. Because at the very end, obviously, they let the leash off. You need your 75 yards or whatever it is. And he goes and does it because he always does. I think that when you wind up in a game, I mean, hopefully the defense is keeping the scores low, all that. But you play the Chargers or whatever, and the Chargers are off and running. And they score touchdowns on their first two drives. I think that Russ is more than capable which, of opening that up. Which Chargers are you talking about? The the Los Angeles Chargers, oh. the two the one and two, sorry, Los yeah, Angeles okay. Chargers. I was just making sure. Yeah, but I mean, if they get hot, I think that that's when everything starts to kick up because that's when it kind of turns to go time. Yes. It's just that in this game, there really was no go time. It would have been nice, obviously, to, to not let things get to where they did and to take a lead and all that, but the back against the wall moment didn't hit until so late that that's when it kicked in, whereas you're down 14-3. All of a sudden, I think that you could see that earlier. I want to address this now because it's made its way into the comment section and I'm wearing a Shannon Sharp jersey. Um, <laughs> so Shannon Sharp tweets out. I have the tweets in Slack if you want to. Yeah, Kale, do you have these? Broncos assignments. No worries. We okay. don't need them. Yep, right here. Okay, Shannon Sharp tweets out, Judy does all this route running in the offseason and can't catch a effing pass. Now, people Yikes. are kind of coming after Judy for what he responded. I feel the exact opposite mm. about this. Wait, Jerry responded? He Jerry him. did respond. And here it comes. Jerry said, LMAO, I'm going to be the bigger man and let him have that, LOL. Good win today, though. Go Broncos. This is much, This is a huge yeah. step in the right direction for Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how it could be interpreted in any other way as, yeah. good job, Jerry. How, how, well, I don't even know how it is interpreted any other way. Well, someone said, like, some. I saw in the comment section someone said, someone at Broncos headquarters needs to take Jerry's phone away. Unless he kept going. Did he like, tweet something else? Not that I've seen. Let's double check before we give him credit. Uh -huh. Nope, he didn't. No. Okay, so I'll says, gonna... check the deleted tweet. Oh, he deleted his first tweet. Oh, no. So right. was oh, no. Okay. Right. Let's, uh, let me care. see if I can dig that up. <laughs> that makes Someone's sense. Someone's got a screenshot. Ah, Let us there know. it is. And you be doing all that talking during the season. He quote tweeted. While your thing. breath be smelling like your ass. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, all right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It okay. makes a lot of sense. Yep. I, I guess I, maybe I should have thought. Uh, I wanted to give Jerry credit, but no. All right. Fine. Yeah, His yeah. ribs hurt. He took that hit early, too. And was, he, he was fine. I mean, he made a ribs and hurt. We talked catch about, on third down. We talked about it last week, yeah, though, just how hilarious. important Jerry, Judy, and Pat Sertan <laughs> were to this game. Sorry, Chet. And it turned out that Pat Sertan. Was the one that was so key for this game. Oh my goodness. God, he's good, man. He's really good. That and first breakup, the one that oh, went up in the air, and you're just like, is pick. he going to pick this off too? Like, is he going to somehow hit, get his hand on that ball and pick it off? Like, that man's insane. He's he's all over the place. And K1 had a great breakup too. K1 Williams, that third down yeah. late. If he didn't have the a middle. club hand, he might have picked it. Yeah. But he does have a club hand. Ooh, also, sex bots in the chat. Yeah, of course. Hey, they were here. Let's go. Game. I said, that, said that was good luck, and it was. And now it they're was. back to celebrate. There wow. we go. That means good news for next week, right? Um, yeah, so anyways, that was that was a funny moment. Um, <laughs> I do, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I do feel like Shannon Sharp talks too much. 
I mean, that's his job. Yes, it is. Like, that's uh, why he's this, employed. He's better is. than Kendrick Perkins, you know? Like, Kendrick Perkins is just, like, the exact same, except even more wrong. Yeah, and hey, Jerry Judy's better than that friend McKenzie. of the show, Kendrick Perkins. Friend of a different show. You don't get to He's not a friend of our show. You don't get to cool off when you talk to Nuggets fans, and then, no, that's not how that works. Uh, anyways, this was, uh, this was a weird, wild, and crazy game. And the Broncos came out of it two and one in first place in the division. Yep, tied for first place with Kansas City, who yeah technically has the. Uh, oh, no, we're three weeks in. They're tied <laughs> yeah, for first exactly. place in the division. They're yes. tied for first place <laughs> yes. in the division. And amid all of the, you know, the hand wringing and the struggles and the issues, they're right there, and they get to go to Las Vegas next week to take on the zero and three. Josh McDaniels led. Las Vegas Raiders. By the way, the only 0-3 team in the NFL. There's one wow. other winless team, but that team is the Houston Texans, and they have oh, a tie. So they're the only 0-3 wow. team. And after the Raiders game today in which they lost to the Titans, you know what happened? Josh McDaniels was very delayed talking to the media as he was having a long conversation with owner Mark Davis there's already uh, trouble in Vegas with Josh McDaniels. Broncos have a perfect opportunity to end Josh McDaniels next week. Honestly, looking at Mark Davis, I didn't even know it was possible to have a conversation with him. <laughs> <laughs> also, the best division in NFL history? Not terrible. Yeah. Below 500. <laughs> They're not good. But you know what? That's uh, The Broncos will take that, that it's sure. not the best division in NFL history if yep. they can be ahead after an 0-1 start. Yeah. Two game wins. I mean, think about this. All of the things we've talked about, the Broncos are ahead of the Chargers. And they're obviously ahead of the Raiders, mm -hmm. and they're right there with the Chiefs. Yep. Now, this stuff has to get fixed. Yep. Oh, Without yeah. a doubt. But you, and there's every, a lot. On every offense. single time you come out of a game and you come out with a dub, you just buy yourself time. I mean, you'd way rather fix things with a win. Yep. But not a loss. And if the Broncos lost tonight, we'd be talking about the decision to not kick a 58-yard field goal. And we'd be Oof. talking about the two failed challenges. And we'd be talking about all that stuff. And guess what? Nathaniel Hackett bought himself more time, too. He did. He did. Not, yep. you know, for his job. <laughs> he also bought himself a game manager. But he, he bought himself a game manager. <laughs> and he bought himself some time to get this right. You get to go against the, uh, the Raiders next week. And honestly, you have the opportunity to drive a stake through their heart. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the movie? It's called Zombieland. And um, in the movie, love that movie. Great, great movie, great movie, great oh. movie. Woody Harrelson talks <laughs> yeah. about, is it called the, the uh, double tap? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. They're on the ground right now. Yeah. You got to <clears throat> double tap, make sure they're, you know, they're actually dead. They're not actually dead yet. But you have a chance to uh, to take that shotgun and put it right through. You have a chance actually. to yeah. end Josh McDaniels. Now, maybe not his actual coaching career at the Raiders, but essentially end him. But, and we're going to talk about the Raiders a ton mm -hmm. this week. Let's go. Double tap the Raiders. 0-3 Raiders with Josh McDaniels is a much scarier team than yes. it seems. Um, yes. No, it is. It, it is. definitely is. You, are you in the... It's their season next week, Ryan. <laughs> Just like you said, you can end them. If they were 1-2, it, it would be their season too. Yeah. <sighs> But now it's even more so their season. They're their desperate. season's already done. Um, but they're even more desperate. It, the desperation is yes. going to be there. I, I'm being one of the most positive ones in here. What are we talking about? <laughs> Get out comments. of here Don't in the, read the comments. comments. Don't Don't read read the people are oh, so Get out of here, you people. But don't get out of here if you're Athletic Greens. Because 
the uh, the Broncos <laughs> are gonna need some athletic greens to feel good tomorrow morning. After that, I mean, just a grinding when they had. You turn to Athletic Greens in the morning. Makes you feel better. I'm going to need some Athletic Greens to feel better with all these people in the chat saying I'm negative. It'll make me feel a lot better in the morning. And what Athletic Greens does is it gives you probiotics, vitamins, minerals, everything that your body needs to get the day started. Athletic Greens has that. And it's cheaper than a cup of coffee and it's not just us that loves Athletic Greens. It is over 7,000 five-star reviews. So you should check them out by going to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos, which will get you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free five, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Check them out, athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. You're going to feel good. I'm loving um, the chat tonight. Breaking the chat tonight. Wow, wow, wow. Cool. Okay. We gotta, that makes me love it even more. We got to give him a strawberry sky or something. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery's awesome. We went out to Breckenridge Brewery this week on yes. Friday. Mm. What a day. Did you get a pick with a cup? Yeah, I got a pick with a cup. Of Good course, job. I got a pick with a cup. That's what I was there to do. I don't do. think that floated through the company Slack, though. No, nobody sent my picture. Nobody invented me to the group picture. Because you were late. I, yeah, I was at work when I was told, be there between two and three. It's like, oh, we didn't. We honestly didn't know what we were getting ourselves uh, into. Apparently, but when we got there, they were like, "Hey, you guys get to go first. Yeah, <laughs> so that was cool. I did get my picture though. Oh, I do need blue pants. But uh, th- no, I'm all thrown off. We got to tour the brewery. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. All the different beers, whole bunch of things and barrels. It was actually really sick watching how things get canned. Yes, and then the we cans go into stuff. Twenty minutes. The thing got jammed for a second Uh-oh. with the boxes going through. Got to see how they fix it when a box gets jammed and the can boxer it was awesome i don't know if it sounds awesome it was awesome go down to the farmhouse in littleton though they have really good food we Most have charcuterie boards uh, a vision of a box getting jammed of my life <laughs> you i was standing there thinking like i wish that i had just recorded this whole time i was watching just so i could kind of play it on repeat and just when I'm stressed out or something, you sit down on the couch, yeah. put it on the big screen, just watch these things get canned. Yeah. Mm. And you could get a ton of views on YouTube, which just box gets jammed. It's so <laughs> true. It's so true. Oh Breckenridge is awesome. Wait, no, took I get it. It took me a while I to get, get there. It. Yeah, Come me on. and Nick. It oh took my a while. Goodness. Uh, put that down. No, I can't right now. It's a Breckenridge drink, isn't it? Okay, mm-hmm. it's so good. We have beers at the tailgate, all that stuff. Drink a Strawberry Sky. It's almost Vanilla Porter Ryan's Junior got season. Seltzy, it's got Seltzy, good, good company there. Yep. yep, Breckenridge Brewery, they're awesome. Hootenanny uh, also, go to the Hootenanny. Go to the Hootenanny. Also, if you want good company, come hang out at the tailgate. Mm, wow. Today okay. was an unreal tailgate. Yep. Uh, vibes were immaculate. Uh, shout outs, we got a, we got, we got a few. We had a couple from Iceland there. Ooh. They gave me Icelandic candy mm. slaps. What are we talking? Um, they were like little like mini chocolate malt balls, kind of like Whoppers, yes. but smaller. Oh, so like think of chocolate yeah, covered raisin yeah, yeah, size, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. Whoppers. Uh, I could have eaten a hundred of them. I was like, I only want three, and then I ate them. I was like, <laughs> I should have asked for some. The proportions more are so much better on the small ones because there's too much middle of the in the whopper. Yes, exactly. Too in much Iceland whopper. they get that shit right. Yes, Iceland has it right. Um they were great. So cool to see the different people that came out here. We had a a couple of friends who came out from Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. You know how they became friends? How so? The comment section. Heck wow. Yes, I love it. One of them commented they were in Salt Lake. The other one commented in the Salt Lake. Now they're like really good yeah, friends. Their cool. wives are good friends. That's what this wow. is about. This we brought is wives together too. Legitimately why we do this for stories like that. 
Uh, and it's so cool and so special to meet all of you guys at the tailgate. Montana was in the house. Oh, Wyoming yeah. was in the house. Yep. Got to give a shout out to Kyler, Cody, Amanda. Met so many awesome people at the tailgate. That's awesome. three different so people, you right? Guys you guys three different Kyler, people. Cody, yes. Amanda would yes, be a exactly. sick Yes, exactly. Like if I say like Russ, Cortland, and Judy, those are three <laughs> yeah. different people there. Hey. Russ, Cortland, Judy. So thank you guys so much uh, for coming out. Also, shout out to my guy, Ty. He probably knows why I'm giving him a shout out, but I don't have to say it here. Um, oh, okay. Well, okay. Just... So I'm going to go down and buy him. Uh, buy, I owe him a drink. Oh, there we go. Wow. Yeah. Buy him a drink after this. Um, all right. Let's jump into some helmet stickers. Mm. And I'm going to go first. Because mm-hmm. this guy, we talked to him about him a little bit, but he deserves the biggest helmet sticker, like wow. supersized helmet sticker, Corliss Waveman. Oh, yes. Oh, Corliss, yes. starting off with a punter, but he deserves it, especially with all the criticism he received. I mean, Dwayne Stooks put him on blast last yep. week, yeah. saying that he was uh, already concerned with Corliss Waitman's net punt average, which coming into this game was 32 yards a punt. That is awful. He also said, uh, what what was the word he used? Why can't I think of it? Um, it was... When, sickening. Sickening. Yes, the net average was sickening. <laughs> There's nothing sickening about Corliss Waitman tonight. I mean, it was sick what he did because he pinned him on the inside the five multiple times inside mm-hmm. the 10 multiple times yeah 20 punts or six punts inside the 20 <laughs> might as well have had 20 punts <laughs> Pretty inside much. the 20 uh 10 punts overall Ooh. 476 yards in punts every hit was a good hit uh and he deserves a lot of credit because it would have been easy under these circumstances to turtle and have his worst game of the year but under the lights with the most pressure on him, when he was needed the most, he had the best game of his career. Yeah, without a doubt, uh-huh. and shows why the Broncos decided to go with the guy with the higher upside with Corliss, and he was a beast today, almost 500 punting yards. Uh, was absolutely huge, and honestly, <laughs> you so probably dumb. give uh, the San Francisco punter uh, a helmet sticker if yes. they win the yes, game because man. he was great. Oh he had a perfect goodness. punt. It was, it was incredible. What'd you guys think? Just on back the line or not? Uh, it was perfect punt it because it, it did not hit the, it line. hit the line. It went over the line, but it wasn't touching. It I touched. think the foot was on the line. Um, From the uh, angle that I saw, I didn't see it. You but. just never could. It was one of those weird things because you couldn't see any green in between it, mm-hmm. but you couldn't definitively say his foot was touching the line. It right. was like one of those weird things. And the ball was the same thing. The ball landed, yeah. Yeah. and the nose of the ball was absolutely was over. over the line, yeah. but it wasn't yep. touching. It wasn't touching, yeah. And I don't know how the, that rule is supposed to be. The rule is is it has to touch the line. Yeah, yep. and I don't think it did. I mean, it was incredible. But I think the foot touched the line. <laughs> it was one, like, we say game of inches. Yeah. This was literally game of millimeters, yeah. not even yes. centimeters. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely was. But I'm going to give my helmet sticker. To our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the game. Welcome back, Josie Jewel. Welcome back. He hadn't played a game in a year. And this is what he does when he comes out. He didn't just wait till the fourth quarter. No, 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 no. Josie Jewel, a sack in the first quarter. Uh, A a tackle for a loss in the first quarter. Back-to-back plays for Josie Jewel in the first quarter. A sack, then a tackle for a loss. He also had a fumble recovery. Josie Jewel was all over the place. Nine tackles. And boy, this is why they paid Josie Jewel $11 million over two years. Welcome back. The Broncos missed you. 
It's a great game. It was a really great game. He was all over the place. He was doing good stuff. It sounded like a condescending. Like, it was a great game. It should have been Corliss Waitman. Corliss Waitman oh. was better. And then see, like, no, you said in the chat, we had Corliss Maiden, Waitman. You said that would be disingenuous to the defense or something like that. This is a disservice to Corliss freaking Waitman and that special teams unit. Special teams all night incredible. Those kickoffs, too. Bray McMahon's pin them in the corner. They're getting out, what, Those first one sick. nine, next one the 15. Special teams deserves credit. Aaron Corliss Patrick. Waitman is my king of the game. Okay, well, he's not our Aaron king Patrick, of the game, yeah. so sorry. He's my king of the game. You he's my um, king of the game. I said it before the season, my own before graphic. that Seattle Seahawks game, I said, people will underrate what a loss not having Josie Jewell is, and they lost that game. Now, I don't know how much Josie would have really made a difference about them fumbling twice on the goal line, but... Tonight, you really saw just how important he is. And we, we complain. You know, I saw someone say in the comments he had a couple missed tackles. And it's just like, yeah, remember how we talk about how if you don't, you know, you don't play in the preseason, it makes tackling hard. The fact that he tackled as well as he did, mm-hmm. when not only did he not play in the preseason, he didn't play all of last season save for two games. Or was it one game? Two games. Uh, he played mm-hmm. a game and a half last okay. year. Yep. Uh, so he hasn't played in over a calendar year. Yep. And he went out there and was an absolute beast. He's a guy who has been underappreciated for his time in Denver. And I think finally his appreciation is coming to light. Everyone in the stands Mm -hmm. talking about how great he was, cheering his name. Great for Josie, man. He's a beast. Yeah, absolutely a beast. He deserves that big time. Shout out to all the uh, Iowa Broncos fans. There's a lot. (laughs) There Mm -hmm. is a lot. And he was a monster. Yes, he was. Hank? Oh, yeah, I have a helmet six, too. I was mostly thinking about Quotus Waitman. You can give another one to Quotus Waitman if oh, it's that important to you. He just deserves them all. Um, how about, how about, how about... Go to another Big Ten product. We've Let's named, go Randy we... Gregory. Okay, yeah. there we go. There Let's go is. Randy Gregory. I mean, he's been so good these Big last couple weeks. I, I, it's He's just so strong. He's just mauls guys. He makes big tackles. You know, even early on, there's that one play where the run's going by him. He just hugs the guy. Stands him up right there. And in a game where you're playing a team that just wants to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball, the fact that he is out there just grabbing guys, stopping him in their tracks, that is so valuable, but it gets totally forgotten. There's no falling forward with Randy Gregory. Obviously, there's the big sack. It's it's just been so so much fun seeing him and Bradley Chubb out there. Like I said earlier, they've done everything you could have asked for. Again, with the caveat being they just need to stay healthy, and that was the biggest concern. Randy Gregory is a fan favorite in the sense that everyone sees him when they're in the stands and goes, oh my God, that guy yep. is so big. Mm-hmm. It yep. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm with Henry's dad mm-hmm. and two of his friends and each one of them separately asked me, how tall is that guy? <laughs> like, He's a monster. He, he doesn't look like he belongs on the edge. He looks like yeah. he belongs running a seam route. Yeah. yeah. He's a absolute monster. His arms are so long. His hands are massive. His grip strength was on uh, on display tonight. Like strongest grip, he gets behind a guy. You know, he's just holding onto his jersey, yeah. pulls him all the way down by his jersey. It's incredible, and he to this point, I'm going to touch wood, has absolutely been the guy that George Payton thought he was mm-hmm. when he backed up the Brinks truck for him, and it looked kind of questionable at the time. I don't know what um, Chandler Jones stats are but i haven't noticed him in the times that i've been watching nope 
the Raiders, and you can't watch a second of Denver Broncos football on defense without noticing Granny Gregory. 100%. He's been an absolute beast exactly and everything what the Broncos wanted him to be. So awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, my turn again. I'm going Cortland Sutton. Mm. Um, Eight catches for 97 yards. He did have the drop on a very important play. He still deserves a helmet sticker because – he was essentially what he was last week. You know, Jerry Judy finishes this game two catches for 17 yards. Should have been three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, but he dropped it. And it was a difficult catch for sure. Even if the guy didn't touch it, it looked like he was going to. And that always throws off your eyes. That being said, this felt just like last week. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton or nothing. And the Broncos go five wide. They get Cortland Sutton in single coverage, press, in one of the biggest plays of the game. Russ finds him, goes to him on, you know, the deep comeback route. And it was just like, it's essentially a green light. Mm-hmm. You see Cortland Sutton in press coverage, in single coverage, just go there. Guaranteed every time. Not always going to complete it, but that is your read. And he is what we thought he would be with Russell Wilson. They yeah. aren't afraid to show it either. Like when he's in single coverage, they'll let the entire stadium know Oh, this ball's going to Cortland Sutton. And that's what they did on that first drive where him and Ross were just pointing at each other and like doing whatever. Cortland's out there just flailing his hands multiple times. He's like, give me the ball. And he got him the ball. Well, they're they're obviously doing signals on what route it's going to be. Yeah. You know, and I... I think there must have been a miscommunication on that one because Russ definitely thought that was back shoulder and Cortland did not think it was back shoulder. I think Cortland did too. He was just five yards further downfield at the time. Yeah. And I think Russ just, it was back, 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 back shoulder. <laughs> and it was bad. It was, it was the, a terrible the throw. Berman throw? Terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> terrible throw, though. Terrible. Not terrible. Pat Sertan gets oh, a helmet stick. We've already mentioned him. Zero receptions allowed. When you have Debo Samuel as the leading receiver for the 49ers, and he's 70, I believe, 73, 79 yards, and then you have Brandon Ayuk in the 30s as the second leading receiver at 39, you have done your job as a secondary. George Kittle was a non-factor, and it all starts because Pat Sertan is elite. Pat Sertan is the Best player on the Denver Broncos right now, uh, and he is already a top three, top one, best cornerback in the entire NFL right now. Two huge pass breakups, and like we said in the second half, Jimmy G just said, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to do it once uh, in in an entire half because it's just not going to be caught. So great. A true shutdown mm-hmm. corner. It's, and, I mean, it's fair to throw the name Champ Bailey around I was when just you talk about Pat Sertan. It's, we're, we're fully – entering the champ bailey experience yep um he's right there you know and not only was it not being targeted tonight but it was when he was targeted making massive pass breakups on big downs in big ways i i'm so sad he didn't get that tip to himself because he deserved it he earned it tonight and with a bum shoulder yeah just goes out there and looks like the best cornerback in the nfl yeah and it's unbelievable to watch, and I, I love being at the games when you can just decide, like, I'm going to watch Pat Sertan on this play. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not at the mercy of the, the camera in the way that he works. He's such a technician. He's a second-year player, guys. Like, how does he keep going up from here? I don't even know where he has to go, and it's exciting to even think about. It is, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll go with Mike Purcell here. 
Oh, nice. Yep. Love that pick. I know. He was so good. Another former Niner. And he doesn't get the attention those other guys do. You know, DJ Jones, Kalen like Williams, this Former everything. <laughs> not <Exactly>. everything. <laughs> we're, we're not talking Josh Johnson. No, no, no. Hopefully, not we're not talking Josh Johnson again. But. Mike Purcell, I mean, even from the start, he had the the big tackle for loss early on on that first drive. Uh, he was credited with the sack for the safety just because he was closest in the rush. But the five solo tackles tied for the most in the game. That's what you want from your nose tackle. That's not even what you want. You just want him to clog things up. The fact that he's getting tackles and bringing guys to the ground all by himself, just a monster night and was obviously right at the center of everything that was happening in that run defense, which was incredible. 88 yards allowed on the ground. That's so good. Especially like when you throw in there like the 37 yard run and there were a couple leaky ones, which, you know, is part of the average and you can't just throw out those things. But there were a lot of plays where Mike Purcell was right there in the middle, clogging everything up. And that was, that was really important. Something that's not being talked about, uh, and I haven't seen him get much credit at all, Kareem Jackson. How about that pass breakup that he had, the pass defense, which then allowed Jonas Griffith to get the interception to essentially seal the game. Mm -hmm. Kareem Jackson was all over it. You also had Kaywan Williams right there in coverage, but it was Kareem who got his hand on the ball to pop it up. Helmet sticker for the safety. See, Kareem? Speaking of safeties getting helmet sticker, P.J. Locke. The play. Yep. yep. The game-winning play. And he locked down the dub. There was a lot of hand-wringing about Nathaniel Hackett's decisions uh, to punt the ball mm-hmm. a lot tonight. Obviously, 10 times. And one of them is, you know, and, and to be honest, it was in my head. I was thinking, man, there's a chance they lose another game and they took the ball out of Russ's hands in the biggest mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And Nathaniel Hackett said, now we're good. Punt it down there. They aren't scoring on us. And remember, all they needed was a field goal. And if P.J. Locke doesn't go punch that ball out, they're probably yep. at least close to first. Had they gotten a first down at that point? Um, they were – I think they were going to be like a yard short. Right they're going to be very close. Yep. And, again, they're two to three first downs away mm-hmm. from winning that football game. P.J. Locke tracks them down. And, you know, again, this is a guy who has not seen a lot of burn yep. in the NFL. And so instead of just diving at the guy's legs and making sure he makes a tackle, he has the wherewithal to say, no, I can get this thing. Mm-hmm. Punches the ball out and makes the play. And to your guys' credit, Kareem Jackson, who got a helmet sticker, right there for it, yeah. ready for it, and makes the play on the ball. That's, that's so exciting to me. And, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, We'll probably get into him at some point later in the week, just some of the decisions that he made. <laughs> a lot of but people back and forth in the comments right now about him. He was absolutely positively justified in his decision to put the ball to put the game in the defense's hands mm-hmm. pj lock sealed it for him yep absolutely yep. and that leads to a helmet sticker you got something no for jonas griffith what well uh, jonas griffith helmet sticker okay there pick. you go he had the pick at the end that's it yep yep sealed <laughs> the game uh i'm gonna go jiro evero Yes. Oh, nice. Massive he helmet sticker. You're going to make we, him wear we, a helmet we, we give it. Uh, we give a him a, a, hat, a, hat, oh, a hat pin, okay. right? Hat pin. Uh, yep. And this is, the, this is the coach that deserves the hat pin more than anyone else. The entire defense got a game ball from Nathaniel Hackett after the game, and Giro deserves it more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. What he was able to do on defense so far, absolutely incredible. We talk about just how this team is 2-1. and one. It's because of him and his defense. Last week, I believe it was Draymond Jones called him a top three defensive coordinator. 
he just builds off of that. Just an incredible performance from this defense. Mm -hmm. uh, people in the comments want to give one to Coach Rosberg. Ah, oh, not, wow. not Coach, I don't think. I don't know. Well, special don't assistant. Think yeah, special assistant. I don't think he did anything. Um, um, what, what he did, he did, I, I don't know if this was him, but uh, no delay of games. Yeah, I mean, start looking at the positives I called it. of this. I took under yeah, one and a half. Yeah, yeah, the crowd nope. started chanting once. The countdown was twice, on once. Oh, twice. there was, there yeah. was another. Yeah, yep. it okay. was it was really loud once. Um, zero for two on challenges though. Yeah, that's not a good start uh, to his challenging uh, career. <laughs> yeah. Um, last one I want to give out is a uh, is a jersey, uh, hat, shoe, could be jean sticker, whatever oh, you guys want. Okay. It goes to the crowd. Ah. Um, the crowd was epic and insanely loud on the last two drives for the 49ers and i feel like it really made a difference um, the stadium was shaking yes um it was the most electric that stadium's been in a long time it felt so good to just like feel like you know when there's like a loud roar of a crowd you can feel it inside of your body and that was epic to feel especially because the, the you know not no flex because they're not my tickets they're henry's dad's but the so lower true. you are the more you hear it because there's more people above yep. you going down and it was just so loud so raucous and you know especially when that ball pops out and cream jackson just deafening yeah so yep. shout out to the crowd yeah and the crowd also they were letting the offense hear it many times they were booing but then you know what you can boo and then turn around and then cheer for your team uh, and we've had a lot of people just going back and forth throughout this week. You can't do that. You can't. The crowd is great uh, tonight. Mm -hmm. I thought the offense deserved the booze when they got it. And the defense uh, it deserved all of the credit they got to make Jimmy G's life a, a living hell in the final two minutes of, uh, of the game. Uh, and uh, really quick, what would you guys think of the challenges? Should they have been won? They're, I said game of inches. Game of millimeters. Game of millimeters. Both of them are millimeters away. Um, the Russ one was a couple more millimeters away, I felt. This. But the thing is, it's like his hand is on the ball, so you can't totally see where the tip of the ball is. Mm -hmm. His hand is there, but you can't see the tip of the ball. I think they're both potentially winnable, but it's one of those things where if I was advising Nathaniel Hackett, I would just say, and, and I got enough looks. Before I told him, I would say, I don't think they're going to overturn it. I think we yeah, might right, be right, right here, right, but they're right. not going to overturn exactly. it. The Russ one, I don't know if they were able to show this angle on TV, but the first angle I saw, I was yep. like, oh my gosh, she's Easy. over by like three and that's, feet. All the players are jumping right. up and down yep. next to Nathaniel Hackett saying, yeah. challenge, and, challenge, And challenge. I know they showed that one on TV, but then they had this other angle, which I was like, stop showing this on the stadium <laughs> yes. because it was the, actually um, the perfect angle. It's yeah. a camera that's on the first down marker. And it showed that he was millimeter short so i actually thought it was a a good call by them here's uh, what here's you know you know all the issues i have with spotting the ball in the nfl mm -hmm. if do. you challenge it in the spot was not exactly correct you shouldn't lose the challenge the ball should have been moved six inches forward but then you could just that's a successful challenge ever you would always move the ball yeah but you'd be like 10% of the time, they're like, yep, down to the three-inch mark. We got this one right. You only get three if you get them all right. That is true. So, you know, that the ball should have been moved forward because they had the Broncos about eight inches short. Mm. The Broncos were a millimeter short. So the ball yep. should have been moved up as close as you possibly can to the line, and then you mm. go for it. But yeah. the Broncos punt it, and, you know, they're justified in that decision as well in the end. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. But I, I hate that. 
if you spotted the ball wrong and they challenge it and you have to move the ball to make a better spot, they should win the challenge. Look how I much wonder. winning helps, though. We, we don't have to worry about those small yep. decisions. And uh, there, there were a lot of decisions back and forth about what to do, but we don't have to worry about those. And something you don't have to worry about. If you bet on the Broncos to win this game, once they took the lead over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you didn't have to worry you about won. if they were going to win or not. You won your bet. And I say this all the time. What separates DraftKings Sportsbook is all the promos they gave. Yesterday for college ball, I think I got like four or five mm -hmm. profit boosts yep. that were just given to me and made the day a lot more fun. Tonight, they gave us the Broncos one, where if the Broncos had a lead at any point in the game, you won your bet right away. Turns out you didn't need it because the Broncos came away with the dub no matter what. So if you get in to DraftKings Sportsbook, they're going to keep giving you awesome benefits of being a member. It's not just right when you get in the door, but when you get in the door, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to give you $200 in free bets by placing a $5 money line bet on any NFL game. It's running through this week. Not sure about after that, so make sure to get in right now over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Place a $5 money line bet on any NFL team, and once you do that, you will win $200 in free bets. That's what you need to do. So check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. For all of the terms, see our link or see our uh, reads in the description. And get out to Infinity Park and watch some rugby. I know we're all kind of amped up. Broncos don't play again until next Sunday. They also won't be back here until the Thursday after that. Right, that's Thursday. Yeah, it's mm. the Colts. That's right. So make sure you get on out to Infinity Park Colts. in Glendale. Yeah, get some of this energy out. Watch some people hit each other. Watch some rugby. The American Broncos Raptors are four all fun. And, oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, no, go ahead. Broncos going to be four and one in like 12 days. They very well could be. Two and three. Need to score some points. Wow, negative Hank. Oh, no, negative no, Hank no, 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 no. We can't Come be on, chat. Let's, let's let him hear it. Uh, by the way, I said last week, not going to beat the uh, Niners scoring 16 points. Wrong. Oh, You're also only need eleven. The Broncos could be sixteen and one in three months. So top that, Zach. Mm, mm. No, already negative. <laughs> no, Can't four turn months. It around. Four months. Damn it. <laughs> okay, but yeah, the American Raptors get out there. If you go to AmericanRaptors.com, you can get free tickets. It's a lot of fun. They train at the same place where the uh, U.S. national team trains. It's a really cool program they've got going. Uh, so like I said, AmericanRaptors.com, free tickets, all that stuff. But also follow along with Colton Strickler and DNVR Rugby podcast, written stuff, all that. Check it out. All right. Uh, Kale, we got some super chats to get to. Oh, By the way, yes, I saw it. So uh, the other night I watched um, a Eagles postgame show. It was electric. Ooh, it was after wow. they won whatever game. They played a primetime game recently. Yeah, the Monday night football game this week. And they did this cool thing where at the very end when they got to all the super chats or like their very last super chat, they said, we're putting two minutes on the clock. Any super chats that come in in the next two minutes, we're getting to. <laughs> After that, we're done. So we're gonna do that tonight. Okay. Let's get to what we have now, though. We're pretty. Um, we're pretty good with countdowns around here, Ryan. Yes, exactly. We'll first ourselves. First one are. comes in in euros or are those pounds. Uh, those, those are. Kale. Kale's our world traveler. I'm gonna say euro. All but right. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> we're taking Kale's word for it. Um, screw that guy. He's talking about the Reddit commenter. Football calls for drinks. Well, I did have drinks. There we go. There also, we go. <clears throat> I hopped behind the bar tonight. Uh, it was electric. So I went at the tailgate. I was like, Hey, Katie, let me pair. Well, let me pour a couple drinks. She's like, all right, I'm going to tap you in. So she tagged me in like it was WWE tag team. I hopped in there. I was pouring drinks. It was electric. Uh, I made $9 in tips. Dang. Uh, I know. Wow. I know. 
Uh, and I only got like legitimately haggled by one guy. He was a 49ers fan. Ah. And he was like, all right, do you have Bloody Marys? And I was like, no. No, don't. it's like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we, sorry, we don't have any Bloody Mary mix. He's like, well, do you have tomato juice? I was like, no. Nope. I don't have Bloody Mary mix. No Probably not going to have tomato like, juice. He's like, all right, I'll have, I'll have a gin on the rocks. Um, so I, I scoop, you know, it's hot out. Mm-hmm. So I scoop some ice out of the ice bin. Mm, There's like watery. this much water on the bottom. Mm, this much water. He goes, about it. no water, please. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Pour it out. Scoop some more. The, the, you know, the cups here, it's full to here with ice. He goes, fill it up. Oh. And I thought he was saying with, he wanted me to fill it with up with gin. gin. I'm yeah. like, with gin? He's like, no, with ice. I'm like, okay. So I scoop like two more ice cubes onto the top of it. Then I pour it for him, hand it to him, and he just like just wow thumbs his nose classic, essentially classic wow and walks away. But everyone else was amazing. I actually had a great time. First ever time being a bartender, I learned how to count. Uh, you nice, know, to, big how, day. I learned how to count out a shot. And uh, if you're at the Broncos game last week, you could have learned too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Counted out a shot. Um, I was I was going heavy handed. You oh, know, just how yeah, I, they yeah. were telling me telling me to count to four. I was counting to four and a half. Oh, there kind we of go. Guy. Oh. Generous wow. guy. <laughs> <sighs> Next one coming in from Chris Delala. New Zealand dollars coming in. How about this? Says, most of my fantasy leagues are Niners gang. This was fun. Thanks, team. Mm-hmm. Chimes in with another 10 New Zealand dollars. Whoa. Says, just wanted to say hi from New Zealand. Born and raised in the States. Unfortunately, left Colorado for New Zealand months before our first Super Bowl win, but still orange and blue till I die. Yes. You- we love you, but you got to stay in New Zealand. Three Super Bowls since you moved. Wow, yeah. It's a good, it's a good success rate. And this is the perfect place for you, though. It's probably, we appreciate the, it's probably you, like though. midday tomorrow for him. Right, exactly. So I hope you're enjoying your Monday. Next one's from Logan, who says, If Chubb continues to play like this, do you guys think we sign him long term? Also, if the broadcast mentions him playing QB anymore, I'm going to lose it. Hall of Fame. <laughs> they got to have their bits. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, At least there's no more I quarterback had, there, so. I had this thought for the first time tonight. Which is like, man, you kind of have to keep this pass rushing duo together. They're sick. We'll see. I mean, it's it's early. It's encouraging. They are yep. sick the way they're closing out games. But, um, yeah, and that's the great thing. Is you have a whole year to see. So, Randy had one sack, one tackle for loss, and Chubb had one sack. Yep. Yep. Felt like more, dude. Yeah, they were it did. in they, there so much. They were, and the entire defense ended up having four sacks on the day. Uh, you'll take that. Yes, you will. So, they've, they've combined for five sacks so far this season, right? um two three foot i believe so yep that's solid yeah that's solid through three games very solid yeah i don't think we're uh that's garth says he doesn't like rugby okay thanks garth ah (laughs) yeah good call yeah that's uh, that's not gonna work for me yeah uh ian says i'll eat crow i thought zach was gonna come in hot and swinging but he was a sweet boy like all of you sorry zach love you all let's ride just a sweet boy i i did say uh so we were driving over here and i was like uh, predictions in the car um, we said on the show i was like we said on the show a win in this game yep. is a win you don't need style points do zach and henry follow suit and uh i was the only one who said no so i mean the offense does simply have to get better but it does you, it does. Know, you know what's encouraging is the defense is doing everything they need to to allow the offense to work through their growing pains and what the offense has to do is, is prove that these are growing pains. But you know what? Mm-hmm. It's okay that the offense is having growing pains. But at some point, 
the pain has to go away and you got to start mm-hmm. seeing the growth but the defense is holding them in there and at the end of the day they won this as a team and they are 2 and 1 they're in a great position especially with the offense playing really poorly <coughs> through the first 3 games yeah i mean you said it perfectly they're buying the offense time yeah we always knew or at least we discussed the fact that it could end up being a situation where the offense takes time to figure it out and to mesh um you should have Quinn Miners back at the very least next week uh you potentially have Billy Turner back next week that could change everything and guess what the Raiders defense sucks so you better put up some points next week um that should be your first opportunity since Seattle to really open it up on offense and and go and score some points and I'd like to see him do it. Yeah, absolutely. They have a huge opportunity next week mm-hmm. and to just again bury Josh McDaniels. Jacob Weddle says, "Got to get this in before I go to bed. Ugly wins are still wins. We want a Super Bowl by almost exclusively ugly wins. <laughs> Russ looked like a deer in headlights until the one drive in the fourth quarter when he cut loose. Good." night and then logan chimes in with a very similar thing says elite defense 2015 vibes and russ looked like tivo see that's the thing though is like he's doing the elway thing he's also doing the tebow thing what you need is for him to be a lot more elway than tebow <laughs> and i think he'll come but tonight was maybe just a little bit more tebow than elway what's funny is this if jerry just catches that ball the the numbers end up looking pretty good yep yeah. and you or if know. court catches that ball yep that at least helps, um, and you, maybe you win a little more comfortably. Get up to 14 mm-hmm. points, baby. It, it just doesn't matter. Yep. You beat a top three, probably, defense in the NFL. You beat them 11 to 10. Great job. Mm-hmm. You scored nine points on offense. Didn't matter. You Not scored one job. more point mm-hmm. than you needed to. <laughs> yep. And Russ, Russ made those – he's made those throws in the past. The throw you know, to Kendall Hinton was so sick. Yep. It was. It, it and, and, and here's the thing is, this team isn't going to win. Uh, winning like this is not sustainable for 17 games, but great teams do find ways to win games when, one, their defense plays poorly. There's probably a time where this defense is going to give up 27 points, uh, and can the offense step up and, and put up 30 points, and then vice versa. You're going to win a game uh, when your offense puts up 11 points, I guess, but it's the the, the defense stood up. So Most teams uh, wouldn't. Big props. And so... yeah. Yeah. Great pat on the back to that defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would venture to guess that no one scored a game or no one has won a game this year scoring 11 or less. Mm-hmm. Russ needs to make those throws, though. He needs to make those throws. For sure. Absolutely. James says NFL punt zone game of the year. Yes. Oh, <laughs> this is a classic. You know, everybody's always talking about, yeah, Manning, Brady on Sunday night football, or Rodgers is going at it with whoever in the NFC. We had Waitman and Wisnowski today, and it was incredible. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And there's moving. Two dubs entered, only one dub could Exactly. <laughs> but they just move like one offense would drive five yards, and the other would go like eight yards. But then the punt would negate that. They go back and forth and back and forth. And then McManus misses that field goal, totally flips all of it. That's like Ooh. 30 yards of field position compared to the punts. And all of a sudden, they go and score off that. And it's just. Wait, what a, a game from Corliss Waitman. How much did that McManus field goal miss by? Because from my view, it missed by a lot. It was never on track from from my angle. I, they didn't show a replay in the stadium. Fifty plus, he uh, between fifty and sixty yards. Brandon McManus is uh, below average in the NFL. Yikes! Um, Wisnowski only three hundred and sixty-two yards of punts. Loser. Like, loser. loser. Also, Wisnowski. more punts than points in this game. How about that? 
Love it. No, the way I, football I, should I, be. No, the I way hate football it, should but you be. know what? You come away with the dub. That's ha- all that matters. I'll say this. If you're going to get something in a game, like Punts. the defense going off in the way that it did is not quite as exciting as the offense going off in the way that it did. Oh. But it is so rewarding when they just mm. keep getting those third down stops. Every time. You just get to go crazy down there. Okay, I'll let and you have that. Give me the 30-point games, please. I'll Come on, Russ. Give me the 30 points. I do think the defense is maybe more valuable. Like in the current NFL, like if you have a defense yes. that can actually go and shut down... No, defense wins Simmons. championships. Defense wins championships. No, hang, 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 Defense hang, wins hang, championships. Hang. Open your eyes to what's happened <laughs> the past seven years. When the Bills didn't win the championship? Um, when when you have to have an offense to to you be do. when uh, when to, Von to Miller and Jalen Ramsey. And and he's not saying that. Bobby though. Wagner he's saying that having the defense is what ends up winning it in the end. It now, is. The Broncos should have the offense if they ever get it together. This mm-hmm. team could be really scary. And the way that people view the Bucks right now, I think, is the way that, that the Broncos could be viewed if the offense gets it together. Now, averaging 14 points a game is legitimately mind-boggling. Yeah. And the fact that they're 2-1 and one is it's a also mind-boggling. It's so close to 3-0. and oh. They're closer to 3-0 and oh than they are to 0-3. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, by a mile. By a mile. So Not by a mile, but... By a half mile. <laughs> <laughs> by, a, by a half mile. Come on. They're four points away from that. Yeah, but they're yeah. also one inch away from being <laughs> exactly. 3-0. So maybe not by a mile, half but a by mile. a couple feet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by a couple <laughs> feet. There we go. I like how we mile. just went from a mile to half a mile to a couple of feet, but we're there. Stephen Scholey says, otherworldly defense. Yeah. Zach, you aren't toxic. We love you. RK Rock Sharp or Brandon Lloyd? Love y'all. True champ of 24. This is a sharp. It's for sure. Brandon Big day Lloyd. for a sharp jersey. Yeah. yeah. Three different people at the tailgate made that you're looking sharp joke. Hey, uh, I love wow. it. And Speak- I made it before anyone else on the Those tailgate. Those are our people. <laughs> RC0101 says Broncos dub. Let's ride. Let's ride. Drake says, let's freaking ride. Let's freaking ride. Frickin ride, baby. And Jacob says, one last thing. We made it through a Sunday night football game without the carousel graphic. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Yes. Sunday Night Football is ESPN? Uh, no, Sunday Night Football is oh, okay. uh, uh, NBC. NBC. Dun, ESPN dun, is the carousel dun. graphic. True. Okay, yeah. So I don't. Did they show it during the Monday Night game? I'm not sure, but they have mm. another opportunity in three weeks from tomorrow against the Chargers. The Chargers. The one and two lowly-ass Chargers. Yep, exactly. Blown out by the Jaguars Chargers. Those Jacksonville mm-hmm. Jaguars looking pretty good, huh? Right? So good. I'm looking pretty good, baby. How about those Colts? You mean the Charger or the the Jags that are leading their division? Ooh, Over those Jags? How yeah, about those, those one Jags. one and one Colts? Yeah, oh wow, man, nothing so Colts. sexy like one one and one. But hey, shout out to them for getting the dub over the Chiefs. And my guy, Jelani Woods, perfect RAS score. Wow. There you go. Wow. Bet on RAS. <laughs> two touchdowns in that game. See, I, I love it. I was like, I I was sure you're gonna say, My guy Jelani Woods, two touchdowns in that game. My guy Jelani Woods. Perfect, Perfect RAS, RAS score. <laughs> Bet on RAS. You'll never lose. Yes. All right. Another super chat coming in from our friend Jesse. Says only 36 points in three games. Feels like 2011. Hackett, about the defense. Hackett was not himself tonight. Hackett was not himself tonight. Wait, 36, 16, 16. No, that would be defense, wouldn't it? It's, it's yeah. defense. It's definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the offense, though. Hackett was not himself. That was the least creative play calling we've seen, there- which is... It was needed to move in that direction, but it was an overcorrection. There was no sort of misdirection. There was no... I mean, there were a couple bootlegs, I guess, but that was very 
Very bland, very vanilla. There was one incredible play call. I believe it was Jerry Judy who was wide open because of the play call. I think it was the first quarter or the first half. No, it had to have been first uh, first half because they didn't have a first down until the very last play of the first quarter, and it was just perfectly designed. But, Hank, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. That, that, that was it. What happened uh, in that final drive, or the touchdown drive, I should say, was just Russ working his magic. All right. We're down to our last Super Chat, which means the clock starts now. Any Super Chats that come in in the next two minutes, we'll get to before the end of the show. Otherwise, the show ends. And we'll, so. and we'll wow. all count down when it gets to 10. Yes, exactly. All there right. There we go. Last one here <laughs> comes in from Garth Knight, who says, I wish Josie Jewell could wear Zach's shirt in the post-game interview. Did he that would be shirtless? incredible. I'm not picking up the reference. I don't know that it is a reference. I think it might be hilarious if he was wearing your shirt. It would be awesome that's a very big man that's why it would be hilarious i think this is uh extra small slim fit so i'm not quite sure child size might not be a slim fit i did do the child size but then they were just too baggy all right yeah the the xl (laughs) he could definitely fit into this this is actually big on me which is rare but (laughs) look at those sleeves like Like they're going all the way down reebok no no, 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 no. Starter. Starter, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, man, yeah, that's a real that. throwback. Uh, we're searching for EMB's comment. Ian, uh, why don't you just leave your comment again really quick so we can get to it before the show ends? We'll take is your that, word for it. That, yeah, I don't think we're, uh, I don't think we're finding Maybe it Maybe right he hit now. a super chat before the show started. That's oh. very true. Oh, those. Okay, all right. Should, can well. we hit them? And we hit those, Kale? No. Uh, Oh, yeah. Probably about me. Oh, no. Uh, here we go. Ian. Who yes. <laughs> says, I know you guys had to break down the good and bad while there was a lot of bad. <laughs> we won. I'm looking at you, Zach. Don't ruin with your toxic negative attitude. <laughs> Let's ride. Uh, welcome to listening to the show wow. for six days. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the super chat, Ian. <clears throat> What's crazy is that literally Zach is the least toxic negative person. <laughs> at least... Like, not the least I've ever met, but in the very bottom of people I've Thank met. You. Thank His you. nickname is Giggles. Yes. <laughs> the guy brings positive energy literally everywhere he goes. Kenny, I love you too. I love you, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, Broker Mavity, who says, defense is amazing. The TD drive is a sign of things to come, I feel. Once offense starts really clicking, the Broncos will be crazy good. Also, Hackett did pretty well tonight. Thoughts? It's hard with the two missed challenges. Those are going to be the two things that people um, are going to talk about. People are also going to talk about the decision to not kick a 58-yard field goal, yeah. which was later justified by Brandon McManus missing a 55-yard field goal. That's true. Um, but in the end, okay. Yeah. Would you say it was a step in the right direction? At, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It was a step definitely. in the right direction. The Broncos didn't have their first penalty, I think, until late in the second. They finished with five penalties, wow. which feels so much better than 13 Single and, digits thir- and been 12. Great. I mean, mm-hmm. so the Broncos uh, took steps in the right direction. Is it perfect? No, but it, it, it was a step in the right direction. And when you get it on a dub, it feels good. And if I was grading him, the biggest point pushing down the grade is still that play calling i mean that's it looked it looked like what we've seen the last couple of years again like you know that he's capable of being creative and all that but finding that balance is hard and we have not seen a game where he found that balance i'm excited to see russ against a bad defense next week and Mm -hmm. nathaniel hackett maybe calm down a little bit go on the road get in your bag 
and go up against a really bad defense, I think you could see a breakout mm -hmm. performance from the offense next week. We will have all of this week to talk about it. I don't think any chats came in during the timer. So. Oh, but EMB did yes. say something. He said, those were smart challenges. I lived through the John Fox challenge era. I feel like everyone's challenges suck. Um, if you're a Broncos coach, that's the truth. He also wants to give Kwan Williams props. We and go. Final one here. Because the timer has already expired. From 562 Broncos, as I know it's early, but getting some 2015 vibes here. Dominant defense and timely offensive play without turnover seems to be a formula for now. Mm -hmm. For now. When you say for now, to get you to 2-1. and one. Maybe you hope it's not next week where the defense has to do it. You hope the offense wakes up. Uh, this, 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 this team is showing a lot of promise, but the offense needs to be there. And the good thing is the defense is doing everything they need to to allow the offense to have that time to wake up. I also love this comment, emotional support Viking. Wow, the Zach hate is almost as toxic as Zach. <laughs> <laughs> He's joking. He is joking. joking. He is joking. The, the people who We're know Zach sure. have been coming through in the comments. Yes, I really appreciate all of you. Your back. Uh... Um, and also, like, at least within three minutes of any time I meet someone at the tailgate, they're like, oh, so stoked. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. Where's Zach? That's <laughs> what yeah. I get every time. Yep. So you, you got you, there, there might be some haters, but there's more love out there. Um, I love y'all. Thank you, emotional support, Vikings. <laughs> you guys know what I love? Winning. Ah, no matter how it sliders. looks, I love a dub, and the Broncos got one tonight. This was sick. Uh, appreciate everyone for chiming in. The comment section was lit all night. Hit us with a, a thumbs up. Not if you like the show, just if you're happy the Broncos won. There we go. Hit yeah, us with yeah, a thumbs yeah. up. We should get a thousand, many thousands yeah, of those. Exactly. If you're, happy, <laughs> if you're not happy the Broncos won, then, well, I guess you know, you're just not a fan. Uh, but if you're happy they won, hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. This has been great. Thank you guys so much. And as always, we will be right back here tomorrow with another DNVR Broncos podcast. Let's ride.
Thank you, babe.